Welcome to my podcast. I am misunderstood, aka Miss Nobody. You gotta watch whose back you have when people say, I got your back. You gotta watch who has your back. And you gotta watch whose back you have. Now, the scary thing about that, the tricky thing part about that, is you just don't know. How do you find out that the motherfucker's back that you have, you probably shouldn't. Sometimes it shows up, signs the signs show right away. Sometimes they don't. Sometimes years go by. And you don't see any signs. Or even if you see some signs sometimes, you kind of ignore them because you're like, nah, I don't want to think about them like that. They wouldn't do me like that. I wouldn't. They wouldn't put me through that. They wouldn't do that to me. Well, I'm here to tell you, as fucked up as it is, the truth is, yeah, they probably would and they probably have and they will probably continue to do it as long as you allow them to. Now, the fucked up part about that fucked up part is a lot of the times the people that this applies to our hearts do not want to accept that that's that is true at all because when you love somebody you love them and if you like me anything like me when you love you love hard and your love is real right so even sometimes when the signs do show unless it's that fucking evident but sometimes even when the little signs show we don't take that to heart because why we're not going to fucking sink the whole ship because of one fucking hole, right? Well, let me say this. I have found out the hard motherfucking way that that statement is not always fucking true. And it's sad because it fucking ripples out to a whole bunch of other fucking different issues. I'm going to tell a story about a cousin of mine. Her and her and I were thick as thieves from the cradle to the grave. That's what we always used to say about each other. Little did I know, I had no fucking clue that the grave would actually come before either of, either of us were ready to be put into it. Me and this girl have been down, literally, since she was nine and I was five. This was my dog. You couldn't tell me shit about her. And I don't know what you could have told her about me that she wouldn't fucking believe. But that's the thing. When you love that hard and your love is that genuine and you are all fucking in and the person on the other end of that love is putting on a show. Let me tell you. It makes you want to get violent. And I'm not a violent person. But I am a sensitive person. I'm a person that feels that if I give you my love like this. If I have dedication to you. If I got your back to. And when I say I got your back. I mean I got your motherfucking back. I'm not the type of person that, that you know. Some people say oh, well if that's my nigga. Then right or they right or wrong I got their back. No, no, no. I'm going to have your back. But if you fucking up, I'm gonna say I'm gonna say I'm gonna have your back, but I'm gonna check you about it. I'm not gonna just say because you my nigga, you write it all, you write all the fucking time. I'm just not that kind of person. But I figured that my honesty should count for something, right? Well, me and this nigga, me and her, I mean, really, you, if especially when it came like the, you know, even outside of family functions. If you see her, you'd probably go see me and vice versa. And when we were together, you would think that it was all motherfucking good. You would think that it is no motherfucking, um, I mean, like, really, we, we were like one body, two heads. One soul, two bodies. However you want to look at it. This was my nigga. And I honestly thought with all my heart that it was from the cradle to the actual grave. The only thing that could separate us was death. Well, let me just say she has um, caused me to question my own judgment these days because much like my parents' other child, I guess she got to a point where she was faking it 
I want to say maybe she didn't love me, but maybe she did. But her type of love, I was not interested in. This girl went through some things. We all go through things in life. And sometimes when you love somebody so much, we ignore handwriting on the wall. We ignore the bright light in the dark room. We ignore the pink elephant in the room. Because when I look back at my life with her, I was like, damn, nigga, you should have fucking seen that shit coming. But everything that happened, it was always, well, maybe that's not what it was. Maybe that's this. It, yeah, oh no. When a person shows you who the fuck they are, believe them. Believe them. I don't give a fuck how much you love them, how much you love being around them, how much fun you have together, how much y'all may call yourself being alike. When a person shows you signs of how they really feel, believe it. Take it to heart. I spent 30 years, literally 30 fucking years, because me and her just parted ways maybe about seven, eight years ago, maybe. And believe me, to this day, to think about that shit, it hurts and it makes me mad because I'm like, all this fucking time that I've been loving you, having your back, being there for you. Not holding none of it against you. She was in an abusive relationship probably about as long as me and her fucking known each other. With her dude, who she eventually married and nothing ever fucking changed. Three kids and a marriage later, he was still whooping that ass. But up until the point where she pushed me out of her life, every single time. And you can ask my mother, because most of the time I'm staying with my mother when this shit happened. Or you could ask my ex ex-husband, who I'll talk about later on. Every time she had something wrong, every time this nigga was whooping her ass, every time she needed me, she called, I was there. No questions asked. I was there. I remember one night I had a long lost cousin that I had reconnected with and him and his family were coming over to my house when I stayed in Pacifica. My kids were really young back then, but I'm entertaining company and she called me because her and her nigga are going at it. At the, I started at a bowling alley or something. And she said something about her jumping out of the motherfucking car on the freeway. I'm like, holy shit. So my cousin, who, again, I had just connected with, first time meeting him, told me to take his fucking car to see about my cousin. I spent damn near an hour away from entertaining my company and my family trying to help her with her situation just to make sure she was okay. I sat, she said she was on her way fucking home. I sat in her driveway waiting for her. All of a sudden, the fucking car pulls up. She hops out. She runs in the fucking door and she slams the fucking door. Her dude is running. And I'm telling her, dude, dude, you need to back the fuck up. He's like, go home. I'm like, fuck you. I'm not going home. I need to see what's up with my cousin. We get to the door. She opens the door, snatches my ass in. She got a knife in her fucking hand. He's banging on the fucking door. I'm like, bruh, nigga, we ain't doing this shit tonight. Mind you, I could have been at the house with my family. And my extended and my and my family that I had just fucking met. But instead, I'm at her house with her and her nigga with their goddamn drama that ain't got a motherfucking thing to do with me. Because I loved her. I asked no questions. I held nothing against her. I never even brought it up to her ass again. I was just there to make sure my cousin was okay. In somebody else's fucking car. There are so many fucking times where I have had this bitch back with no question. I remember one day I called her fucking, her and her dude was of course going through it as usual. This is nothing fucking new. And her son called me and said, something's wrong with my mom. We didn't live, you know, we lived maybe, uh, you know, five, ten minutes away from each other driving. I dropped everything, went straight over there to her fucking house. When she called, I came. Not for brownie points, but because I loved her. Because I had her back. Because that was my nigga. So I fucking thought. But yet, just like my parents or the child, the whole time I'm loving her, she's hating me. The few times, the very few times that I've needed her, she wasn't there. And she always had something. She, I remember one night, me, this is when me and my ex-husband were together. We were staying in Pacifica. 
we, my, our car ran out of fucking gas. I don't know if it was out of gas or the car. No, it was not a gas. The car just broke the fuck down. We had to have it repaired. But it broke down in Pacifica. If you live anywhere near Pacifica or in the Bay Area, then you know how thick that fog could get up there, especially up there um, um, on the hills in Pacifica. You know how thick it can get. And if you haven't lived there, believe me when I tell you how fucking thick the fog is. At the time, I was driving a silver Dodge Durango, which perfectly blended in with the motherfucking fog. And with the exception of the fucking emergency lights, that were, the hazard lights that were flashing, you could barely fucking see it. I called her. I called her. I said, listen, we stuck. Can you come get us? Mind you, her, her, her house is maybe maybe five, ten minutes away. She said, yeah, I got you. I'm on my way. Can I tell you that she never showed up? And it wasn't until it took us about two hours to get home. And our house was only like up the street and around the fucking corner. But when, you, when your car is stuck, you're stuck. And can I tell you, when I got home, I don't remember if she called me or if I called her. But I was like, what the fuck happened to you? You never even showed up. She said, well, my dude said that I shouldn't go get you because, and that was, I swear to God, I remember it like it was yesterday. That was all I needed to fucking hear. I damn near blacked the fuck out. And whatever car we had at that time, I grabbed the fucking keys. I remember grabbing the keys because I was like, I'm going to go to her house and fuck this bitch up. I was hurt. If that wasn't screaming, watch this bitch, then I don't know what the fuck was. My dude said, that the, the same dude that was just whooping your motherfucking ass, the same dude that be using your ass and calling your kind of bitches, the same dude that put your ass in the hospital, the same dude that I got to come save your punk ass from, that dude told you not to fucking come. Me and my ex-husband was down there in a life or death situation because really, like I said, the highway patrol came, he barely saw us. And I had my hazard lights blinking, but in a silver car in the midst of fog under a street light, it's easy to miss us. And that's exactly what the highway patrol said. And she said, I didn't come because my dude said that. Huh. That should have been the end of me and her right there. But no, it wasn't. It wasn't my, my ex-husband at the time or my husband at the time wrestled the, the keys because I grabbed the keys and I was headed to the door because I was like, I'm going to kick this bitch door in and fuck her ass up. How dare you fuck somebody over like that? And as much as I have your motherfucking back, when your nigga put you in the hospital, I was there. When you had your kids, I was there. Anytime you call me, I come with no hesitation. And you gonna leave me in a stranded ass situation right around the corner from me and talk about what your nigga said? Bitch. But that was my fault because I didn't fucking read the fucking handwriting on the motherfucking wall. And yeah, I wanted to beat that ass. I wanted to so bad. And my ex-husband grabbed my motherfucking keys and said, baby, don't do that shit. She ain't worth it. I was heartbroken. That was the first motherfucking thing. That should have been it with me and her, but because, like I said, I love, I love fucking hard. I love really fucking hard. And it's, like I said, being down with somebody since she was nine and I was five, growing up together like sisters. I was like, nah, I can't be that. She can't be. As much as I've been there for her, never used it against her, never rubbed it in her face, just been there because I know she needed somebody. All the fucking time. Just for you to do me like this. I remember one time I had I needed her a ride. She was even in the same vicinity where I was. She's like, I'm on my way and never showed up. First time shame on me. Shame on you. Second time shame on me. And I allowed it to be shame on me because of the fucking love that I have for this bitch. Because my mind would not let me process the fact that she's showing me signs that I should be paying attention to. But when you love somebody, see, it ain't got to be about sex. When you love somebody, you love somebody. And sometimes you're so blinded by fucking love that you ignore the most obvious fucking signs. Which I did. Which I did. And when you ignore signs, 
You leave yourself open to get played because sure enough, shortly after that situation, those situations, next thing I know, she's fucking my ex-husband or she's fucking my husband at the time. I had no fucking clue. I was working in San Francisco. She was working in South San Francisco, not too far from where I lived in Pacifica. I was wondering why I could never fucking catch her ass on lunch. And at the time, we both had jobs, but we had flexibility like that. I didn't have real much flexibility to where I could get from San Francisco to South San Francisco and back in enough time. But she did. For God knows how long. And you at the house, at my house, fucking my husband at the time. Still smiling in my face. And it's crazy because one night I said, because we used to kick it hard. And I mean hard. Hard. And it was so weird because after a while, before I even started, before I knew this, have you ever had some uh, a, prim, a hunch or a premonition about something and you kind of feel like something's going on, but you just don't have anything to fucking prove it? And you're like, I feel like... Or you think you see something. I swear it was just like every time I would like me and her and my ex-husband would be at the house chilling. It would be like I would walk away to do something and I'd come back and be like, did I just see them in my trip? And every time I would tell myself, nah, nigga, you tripping. You tripping. It always looked like they were just just like like pulling away from each other. Like, you know, like when people, when you catch somebody in red-handed, you know, you try to jump. And I'm like, I'm like am I just seeing, did I just Nah, nigga, you tripping. And then after a while, my brain was like, bitch, how many times you going to tell yourself you tripping? <laughs> how many times do you really going to believe that you tripping? And so I started peeping. And then one night I had this dream. And when I say we used to kick it hard, I mean we used to kick it hard because that was my nigga. So I thought. One night I had a dream that him and her were fucking around. And the dream was so real and it bothered me so fucking much. I brought it to their attention. Along with what I thought I was seeing that I kept having to tell myself, nah, you tripping, that's not what it was. Nah, you tripping, that's not what it was. So I brought the dream to their attention. And can I tell you, I sat up, I sat on my bed and they were both standing in front of me and I just shared to them with them what the dream is. And simultaneously, Mind you. And I bet this is the first time I'm mentioning it to both of them. Simultaneously, these motherfuckers looked at me and said, maybe that's what you want to see happen. I, I was blown. I was stuck. What? And they both, this was both of their fucking answers. Simultaneously. How do you have the same simultaneous answer when this is the first time I'm bringing it to your attention? The handwriting was on the fucking wall and I was too love stricken to fucking see it. And then everything else starts clicking together. And it was crazy because she was so obsessed about the fact that her nigga, she just knew her nigga wanted me. What that was, was guilt. What it was, was guilt. Because you knew what you were doing with my nigga. And you just knew. But her husband had done some things that was questionable. Like he took a picture of my ass. I didn't know he took a picture of my ass. But she called me one day snapping. Crap off. You know this motherfucker got a picture of your ass in my phone? I'm like how the fuck this motherfucker got a picture of my ass? I'm thinking my bare ass. I'm like how the fuck is that? But it wasn't a picture of my bare ass. He was walking behind me. And he took a picture of my ass. And she just happened to be going through his phone. So she might have felt a little fucking insecure. Because she like my, my husband wants you. So in turn, she goes back and she fucks my husband. And I'm like, well, ain't this a bitch? And I've all, and, and, you know, she would, it, it got so bad to a point where it started eating out of her fucking better sense because even when I would say so, I stopped, got to, I got to a point where I stopped mentioning anything about her fucking husband. I remember one day I saw him at a fucking intersection. I was going west, he was going east. I just happened to see him. And I said, oh, I've seen your husband. She said, oh, yeah, y'all was probably at the telly together. Bitch. And I would blow it off and laugh it off because I'm like, this motherfucker's losing her mind. I don't know what the fuck she's talking about. But she was gung-ho about the fucking fact that 
she thought that her husband wanted me. Even if he did, like I told her. And, and a nigga has made passes. He made passes throughout the years. But every fucking time he did, I would shut him down and let her fucking know. But instead of it being brownie points for me, she looked at it like, oh, well, see, this is some fucked up shit. And I became the fucking bad guy. I became the shy steward. So I don't know if that was her motivation for what she did with my ex-husband or my husband at the time or not. But all I know is I just knew me and her were better than this. She let her insecurities take over her completely. She was the godmother of my daughter. That was my nigga. So I thought. And being a person who ends up at the end being played, it's not a good fucking feeling. When you like, everybody got their rocks off, everybody got their ha-ha-ha's off, and the only bitch that's left in the fucking dust is me, and I'm the only motherfucker that fucking took a loss here. And I remember the final time that me and her fell out, when I finally said, I fucking had it. I have fucking had it with you and your shit. Even then, I was still careful because I'm like, when we're good like this, when we're close and supposed to be tight like this, I'm like, I'm going to do everything in my fucking power to stop this shit from going down the fucking drain. So, when she started acting really shady with me and wouldn't talk to me, I had actually called her. She didn't answer the phone. And I said, listen, it's me. Like, I see, what's going on? Like, we're better than this. If I had a fucking recorder back then, which I wish I had, I could prove that I said what I said. I said, bro, we better than this. What's going on? We Let's talk about this. It ain't gotta go like this. For me, them are famous last words. I have said that shit to three people who I thought were my motherfucking niggas, my friends. And every last one of them went down the motherfucking drain. Famous last words. It ain't got to go down like this. Let's talk. She didn't want to talk. And then she did some foul ass fucking shit. And, and I went the fuck off. Because my heart was broken. I'm like, nigga, 30 motherfucking years. And you want to get it. It's going down like this. And I'm the only motherfucker that got a problem with it. I'm the only one trying to stop this shit from fucking sinking. And you steadily put holes in the motherfucker. I remember one night going to her house because her and her nigga had gotten to it. I went to her house and her and her dude, as usual, going to fuck at it. And I'm just trying to be a mediator and just, hey, you know, kids is here. Why don't you just, you know, can we talk, you know, talk about this? Next thing I know, these two, we're sitting at a table. I'm sitting in between them. She's at one end, her dude is at the other end, I'm in the middle. Next thing I know, as I'm trying to fucking stop them from tearing each other's fucking head off, blades start getting thrown. And I don't mean physical blades, I mean verbal blades. The next thing I know... These two motherfuckers is at both ends of the motherfucking table blasting each I mean putting each other on blast about the shit they talk about me. Well you don't want to say she's a punk ass bitch. You don't want to say fuck that bitch. You don't want to say that bitch ain't sh And I'm sitting there at the table like hello, wait a minute, I'm sitting here. Hello. But bitch, you don't want to be talking about you she ain't shit and you don't want to talk about she shady and you I'm like, that's how y'all feel about me? I left there so fucking hurt, bruh. I was so... I was like, that's how you... I had a feeling, but, you know, again, when you're struck with love, when you're, when you're blinded by love, you ignore a lot of shit that's probably blaring right in your motherfucking face. I left her house feeling so fucking fucked up. Why you keep calling me if you feel this fucking way about me? Why you keep fucking coming around me, smiling if that's the way you fucking feel? Why you all up in my face? Why you calling me talking about, hey nigga, what's up? What you doing? I'm coming through. Why? Why? Just to go fucking talk about my ass behind my fucking back like that? Just to treat me like that? That's what you fucking, that's your... And then when I fucking brought it to her attention the next day, because I let it simmer the whole fucking night, because I was like, I'm not trying to add to the motherfucking bullshit. I said, I'm going to holler at y'all later on. And so when I brought it to her attention the next motherfucking day, 
I said, that really fucking hurt. That's how you really feel about me? I don't give a fuck how that nigga feel about me, but that's how you feel about me? She blamed it all on him. But that nigga this and that nigga that. I don't give a fuck about that. So that told me right there, that's how you really fucking feel. I'm shady. I'm shady. Every fucking time you call, I'm there. Any motherfucking thing you need, I'm fucking there. Dropping what the fuck I do. Because you was my nigga. But can I tell you that after all that shit. After all that shit and we finally fucking fell out. And I finally told that bitch fuck you. Kiss my ass. Get the fuck out of my life. And meant it. Can I tell you that all the, all the motherfucking um, stories. And the, 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 <clears throat> the reports that I was getting about her being at her folks house. And crying because she missed me. And oh my god. And then can I also tell you how I became the bad guy. Because I was not moved by none of this shit. Her niece. Sweetest pie. Sweetest pie. A little younger than me. Was like she misses you so fucking much. She be crying. She be like I miss my nigga. Oh I can't believe this shit. And woo woo woo. And I'm not moved by that shit. And she's like you are so evil. Why are you so fucking mean? You see over here crying her fucking eyes out. And you don't even give a fuck. I'm like wow ain't this a bitch. Ain't this a bitch. So now I gotta be the bad. So I gotta take the shit and I'm the fucking bad guy. 30 motherfucking years of just thinking that me and you were solid than a motherfucking owner find out that we wasn't shit as far as you go. And now because you putting on some drunk ass motherfucking show, I'm supposed to be moved by it? Bruh. My heart has been broken enough. E fucking enough. And it's nothing worse than getting your fucking heart broke and being on the losing end of the situation. Everybody else wants to wait just fine. Everybody's cool. Everybody's cool but me. And then I'm the asshole because I am not giving in to this bullshit crocodile tear ass fucking scam. Whatever the fuck it is you putting on. I'm the asshole for that too. I'm evil. So as long as I'm being a good girl. As long as I'm being your bitch. As long as I'm there when you call. As long as I'm acting like I don't know fucking better. Everything's jank, right? Everything's jank. But the minute I say, oh, uh-uh, 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 I got to protect my fucking heart. You ain't got to be like that. You are so evil. Her niece, just what she calls me, cousin evil. You are so evil, cousin. You need to just like, why can't you get over that? And set myself up for failure again? Are you fucking serious? I now see. I see now. I see now. Yeah, I can act like it didn't fucking happen. It's not, and it's not like it's just a one-time motherfucking thing. We talking 30 fucking years of you smiling in my fucking face and hating me the whole fucking time. Or maybe even if you didn't hate me, you motherfucking show have some ill-ass fucking feelings about me, nigga. You show ain't fucking all love like your ass. Oh, yeah, that's my nigga from the cradle to the grave. You don't mean that shit. You smile in my face and talk shit behind my back. You smile in my face and then wish bad on me behind my back. But yet still, whenever you need somebody, I'm the first bitch you call. And I'm going. And I'm there. And I show up. And I show the fuck up. And the fucking two, three times I needed you, you left me fucking hanging. And I'm supposed to act like, oh yeah, that's cool. No problem. Yeah, we cool. We cool. Shit got real bad between us at one point in time. But I was like, I'll whoop your ass, bitch. Because you know what? When it gets to that point, it may not sound right. And people may not agree with me. But you know what? I don't really give a fuck about that. Because I am human. See, people act like when shit happens, you're supposed to just turn into this super strong fucking human. No. You get overcome by emotions. When somebody hurts you that fucking bad, it gets to you. So after all the fucking shit that she done did, and as much as she fucking hurt me... This bitch had the audacity to say something about whooping my ass. I'm not the bitch to do that shit to. Because I'm going to tell you, I don't believe you. You got to show me, motherfucker. I'm from, I am from Missouri, but bitch, you got to show me that shit. And she was talking all this shit. Bitch, I this and bitch, I... And I'm just, the whole time I'm sitting here like, this is my nigga. This is supposed to be my nigga talking. I mean, like, we... I can't believe that we are where we fucking are. But at the same time, bitch, you talk about you going to do what now? 
I don't believe you, bitch. But she wouldn't come nowhere fucking near my ass because she already know. She knew what time it fucking was. But the thing is, though, I'm like, this is my nigga. This is my nigga talk. Where, how in the fuck did we get here? But I know how we got here. I know how we got here because you fake. You phony. And I knew she's been, she is that type of person I've seen her do it to other people. I just never thought she would do it to me. Stupidly, I thought that. Yes, I did. Okay. But again, when you love somebody, you like, they may treat everybody else like that, but I'm her nigga. She loves me, nigga. She may talk about you other side bitches like that, but she loves me. No, bitch. I wasn't exempt. I was not exempt. I was just exempt from it happening in my fucking face. <laughs> I guess I was exempt from that. But she, but what's done in the dark comes in the motherfucking light. I wanted to beat the brakes off this bitch because, and I know this is not right, but I'm only human. But because I'm like, bitch, you hurt me so fucking bad. The only thing I can do to you is physically fuck your ass up. Because I can't do to you what the fuck you did to me. That's not possible. The only way I can inflict any amount of pain on your ass is to physically knock your ass the fuck out. And she knew I could. And she knew I would. So she talked her shit over keyboards, over computer, over text messages, but never to my face. Matter of fact, she had pissed me off so motherfucking much, I was going to set the bitch up to show up at my mama's house where I was standing at the motherfucking time. I was going to take her ass into the backyard and beat that ass. We were beefing so bad. I mean, it was just back and forth, back and forth, back and forth. But after a while, see, I talk shit with the best of them. I do. I talk shit with the best. I'm a Sagittarius. We talk shit for a living if you want to. But it's only so much of that shit I'm going to do. Especially when you talk about what the fuck you going to do to a motherfucker. Yeah. Okay. I'm, I'm done talking. My next question and my only question to her was where and when. Where the fuck you at and when you trying to hook up. And you know what time it is. And she knew I meant every motherfucking word of that. She knew it and she was scared. She even tried to say some shit like, well, you, I'm going to do you a favor by not even getting Yeah, Okay. Whatever, bitch. Whatever, bitch. I'm going to do you a favor by not even engaging. Yeah, whatever. Whatever, nigga. Where you at and what the fuck time you want me to be there? And it kept going back and forth. Back and forth. As a matter of fact, it got so nasty. We were supposed to go to a family picnic. This is how cold I get done. This shit started on Facebook. Not started, but this shit took it. She took it to Facebook, and we going back and forth, back and forth on fucking Facebook. And I'm reaching out to my family. I said, "Tell this bitch to back off me and leave me the fuck alone." Can I tell you that my family came down on me about that shit? Well, if you don't know how to act, maybe you shouldn't come to the thing, and maybe you should check the way that you're. And she's standing, coming, yeah, bitch, yeah, bitch, yeah, bitch. And I'm like, tell this bitch to stop fucking with me. I just want to be left alone. So many people in the family start coming down on me. I was like, are you fucking serious? I'm reaching out for fucking help. But see, when you, that's why I feel like sometimes my ass is cursed. Because even when I'm not doing shit, even when I'm calling out for motherfucking help, motherfuckers still fucking come out my ass foul. And she's steadily talking shit. So I'm reaching out for help, getting rejected, getting fucking blown off, getting shit talked to. I'm like, I wanted to just explode. I wanted to explode. I was like, bitch, I'll beat your motherfucking... I'm sitting there now. I'm going back and forth with other family members. Because I'm like, are you ignorant ass morons understanding what the fuck I'm saying? I need help. I need you to back this... Tell this bitch to leave me the fuck alone. I blocked the bitch. She made another fucking page. I was like, okay. All right. All right. Then it came... You know, now it's the motherfucking... Now, now it's the text messages. It was ugly. And the ugliest part about it was... I was like, here I am, not wanting none of this shit. None of this shit. And I'm catching it all. I'm catching every fucking piece of fucking hurt and pain. My heart was shattered into pieces. I said, of all motherfuckers to be beefing with, I don't want to be beefing with her. And I even told her, I asked that. She didn't give a hot fuck because she was on the motherfucking roll. So I said, I'm going to switch this shit up real quick. I just will. I shut down completely. I said, you know what? I'm sorry. It's cool. And I was going to make her feel like it was cool. And I was sorry. And I just want to talk to her in person. 
and make her get comfortable enough to want to actually come and see my ass. And when she came to my fucking house, I was going to wear her ass the fuck out in the privacy of my fucking backyard. Scream all you want, bitch, because you about to touch every part of this motherfucker. You know what happened? She showed up at my house. She did. And when she came to my house, can I tell you, it wasn't the same shit talking ass, bitch, I woo woo, bitches, woo woo. She was humble as a little lamb. And those stupid ass over here talking about myself. Miss Big Heart, I'm like, oh man, dude. I thought she was gonna show up with the mouth and all, you know, all that shit that you was to. But see, people get, like I said, they, they talk about alcohol, it's current, liquid courage. Well, so is a keyboard, a fucking computer, and a cell phone. That's also another form of motherfucking courage. So here I am thinking the same shit talking ass, you know, blowhole ass bitch is gonna show up at my house talking all that shit she was talking like, yeah, bitch, what's up, boop, 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 boop. And that's not who showed up at all. That is not who showed up at all. Who showed up in my house was a very calm, humble, low-talking, very, very meek lady. Who seemed pretty distraught, almost as distraught as I was. And so my fury came down. And then my heart was like, oh my God, like this is my nigga. Like I really don't want to do this to this nigga. Like maybe she wants to talk this shit out. Maybe she didn't came to her senses. Maybe she didn't got over whatever the fuck her problem. Maybe we can talk this out finally. We talked. We talked. It didn't go well. I mean, it went okay. It went okay enough for me to know that she's dealing with something. Something to where me whipping her ass is probably not going to fucking help because she's obviously dealing with some mental issues. So I had a heart and I talked to this bitch for a couple hours. Only for her to leave my house that night or walk out the door, get far enough up the fucking block to where she knows if I run after her, I probably won't catch her to start talking shit. For two and a half hours, she was a meek little fucking lamb in my goddamn presence. This bitch got up the fucking block. Up the block. And start, bitch, that's why I knew you wasn't going to do a motherfucking thing, bitch. You talk that shit, bitch, but you know you wasn't going to do a motherfucking thing, bitch. Yeah, you been about a half a block away from me. Matter of fact, yeah, she because she parked her car up the street. Mind you, she was talking this shit as she was getting in her motherfucking car. So had I ran up the motherfucking block to get her, she'd have just locked the door and drove off on my ass. But I was, I damn near fucking fainted. Like, I felt my fucking blood pressure skyrocket. I said, no, this, and then the, here come the text messages, and here come the motherfucking, all the motherfucking messages. Bitch, I knew you was a punk. Bitch, you wasn't, did you talk that shit? Bitch, you ain't fucking hard. Bitch, you wasn't finna do a motherfucking thing. Punk ass bitch. I'm like, wow, we done took my motherfucking, oh man, you done took my heart for fucking weakness and my, oh my God. I almost pissed on my fucking self. I was so motherfucking, I was trembling. What a punk ass move. But at the same time, now I know how you really feel. You've been holding this shit in for decades. And that's what I told her. I said, you the fucking punk, bitch. You spent decades, nigga. Three of them. Smiling in my face, nigga. And hating me behind my back. And nigga, you was on my nuts that fucking hard. To where you just had to be around. Who the fuck wants to be around somebody that they can't stand? Who? She did. Who? I mean, we was together. If not every day, every other day for shit show. For shit show. You don't believe me? Ask my mama. You don't believe me? Ask her nigga. We was together every fucking day. If not every day, every other day for motherfucking show. And we was on the motherfucking phone damn near every day. Matter of fact, it got to a point where, and that's what I said, it was just so much shit I was ignoring but I was just like, my nigga, she can't be losing her mind like this. But I would call her house 
and she would have her kids answer the fucking phone. And I'd be like, where your mama at? And they'd be like, uh, she's, she's, uh, she's. And then he'd be like, what do you want me to tell her? I said, oh, don't worry about it. It's cool. And I stopped calling her ass. But to do some weak ass, you ain't even woman enough to tell me what the fuck your problem is, bitch. You got your kids lying for you. You got your kids lying for you. Really? But you a real nigga though, right? Matter of fact, her her youngest, her her middle middle child, busted her ass straight the fuck out. She said something to him one night. He said, "You always trying to act fucking hard when you around her. Why can't you just be yourself? You always anytime you go around her, she start you start trying to act all hard." I was like, what? the whole room just went silent. She looked at that nigga like, "I will beat your motherfucking ass." But all he was a kid. He was just telling the motherfucking shit like it is. So you trying so hard to be like me, but I'm not, when I, the way I am is the way I fucking am, like it or fucking not. Who I am is who the fuck I am. You on the other hand, you over here trying to fucking perpetrate, for real? Your child busted your ass out. You always trying to act hard when you get around her. I was like, oh shit. So for her to be doing all this extra shit, I was like, I'll be motherfucking damned. But I have I can't respect her because I'm like, you spent all this fucking time, all this, all these years, hating my ass, disliking me, not feeling me, can't stand me, and you still call. What's up, girl? How you doing? What's you? I'm finna come through. You spending the night at my house every when her and her nigga was breaking up. Oh my god, this nigga was at my house three fucking times a week, spending the fucking night. Then we'll go home and come right fucking back. But I didn't mind because I was my nigga. So I thought. So I thought. But my, I will never understand for the life of me. And I will never be able to respect. That if you don't like somebody. Get the fuck on. You don't have to be attached to nobody. No bitch. No nigga. No dick. No pussy. No nothing. You ain't attached to nothing like that. To where you got to put yourself out to be faking it like that with a motherfucker that you really can't stand. Why would you want to spend your time around a motherfucker that you can't stand? Why would you want to spend your time around a motherfucker that you don't even fucking like? Why would you want to spend your fucking energy smiling in the face talking about that's my nigga from the cradle to the grave? You know what? You don't fucking mean it. Why? And then am I wrong for having feelings about it? If I am, tough titty. Because what? I'm human. And my feelings are crushed. Matter of fact, my mama had said something about, and that's what I said, I ain't got to lie about a motherfucking thing. My mama said something about her, about this, the same cousin that I'm talking about. Text her. She texted my mother about a month ago, maybe even less than that, maybe two, three weeks ago, talking about, I miss y'all so much. I miss y'all. I just want to say, you know, make sure y'all always get, last year for my birthday, my mom said, I got a message for you. You got to promise not to get mad. I'm like, I already knew who she's going to say. She said, it's from your cousin. What the fuck is the message? She's like, she want to tell you happy birthday, happy holidays, and she loves you and she misses you. I was like, so anyway, mama, what's for dinner? You know, we have a dinner and I'm finna, I'm finna bar barbecue tonight. She's like, you and yo, how am I wrong? And my boss is like, oh yeah, tell her I miss her too. Fuck her. Because you fucked over my heart. I, you know what? If, if nothing else, if nothing fucking else, she cannot say that I was not true to her. She can't say I was fake. She can't say I didn't have her back. She can't say I didn't call. When she called, I came like a fucking stupid ass puppy. And I'm supposed to be moved because, oh, she said to tell you happy birthday and she loved you. She mentioned you happy heart. So anyway, what's for dinner? And now I'm the evil motherfucker. I'm the heartless nigga. I'm the nigga that need to get over shit. No, I'm just not going to put myself back in motherfucking harm's motherfucking way, niggas. And what the fuck do you think about me that you think I should actually fucking do that? Like, I'm oh, okay, yeah, okay. I could have said fuck the bitch, but I didn't say that. I just said what for dinner. I can't even be fucking, you know, 
just discreet about the shit. Like you, like I really, I could have said a whole bunch of fucking shit that I didn't fucking say. I just said, I just completely disregarded the fucking message. Not to mention, I was quite offended at the fact that you would even send me a motherfucking message, considering how your ass did my ass. And then you text my mama just two, three weeks ago. I miss you guys so much. I said, who the fuck she talking about? She, my mama said, you know who the fuck she talking about? She's talking about your ass. No, she's not. And if she is, you know what? She should have went with my ex-husband and hit Hollywood. Because these two niggas, it's some major A-lister, A-lister actors. A-lister. They would knock Denzel, Will Smith, nigga, all the niggas out the box with they acting. But don't make me the bad guy because I fucking see it. Don't make me, why am I the bad guy? Because I'm not standing up, round of applause for the shit. I'm cool. I'm cool. That don't make me the fucking bad guy. It just says I ain't got time for that fake shit. And she is, I don't know if it was this fucking podcast or if not, but I'm going to say it if I didn't say it before. People who always have to holler and, and broadcast about how real they are are probably some of the fakest motherfuckers out there. Keep that in the forefront of your mind. If you know motherfuckers who's always, oh, yeah, because I keep it real, because I'm real, I'm real, I'm real. They are probably some of the fakest motherfuckers on the planet. And she is definitely, was definitely one of those people who always, her fucking thing, everything that she had, like social media, had to do something with, with, with the real. I'm real. The real. 100% real. 100% real. If you got to holler about how real your ass is like that, chances are you're fucking covering up some shit. You're covering up how fake your ass really fucking. And she is more fake did a four dollar bill. And I'm mad at myself because I didn't fucking see the signs on the wall. Or because I was blinded by fucking love. Because I genuinely loved that bitch. Not in a sexual way. Because that's my family. She, but we're just, we're not family, we're related. But before all that bullshit went down, before she showed me her real, that I was so blind to for all these fucking years, you couldn't tell me shit about my nigga. That's my nigga. That's my nigga, nigga, nigga. That's my dog, nigga. That's my dang. We used to say, anybody got something to say, you let me know. Because that's my dog. You don't think I miss that shit? I miss it like a motherfucker. I miss it. I don't miss the fake shit. I don't miss the facade. I don't miss the bullshit. The fake smiles. Smiling faces. Smiling faces sometimes. Yeah, that is her all fucking day. So when her niece is talking about, oh yeah, my auntie, she missed you so much. She be over there. She was crying her eyes out of She oh my nigga, my nigga. Kick rocks with that shit, nigga. Then, think I can stand with the evil bitch. You are so evil. Why are you so mean? I'm not mean, baby. I just ain't got time for that fake ass bullshit. You know, you only go get so long to take it with my heart, baby. Because you know what? My heart is sensitive, baby. It is sensitive. And on top of it, it's quite dangerous, too. Because after I figure out that you fucking with my sensitive ass fucking heart, nigga, I will get violent on your ass. Because I don't know how to hurt you the way that you hurt me. The only way I can hurt your ass is by knocking you on your motherfucking ass, which I will not hesitate to do if I feel like it needs to come to that. But... I'll even be mad about that because I'm like, why would I want to go there with my nigga? But I didn't ask for it to happen like that. I was drugged into it. That that tornado of drama, I got sucked into that shit. Didn't want it, but I got sucked into that shit. Because I love some fucking body that I thought loved me too. So if you see a pink elephant in the fucking room, you better acknowledge that bitch. Because unless you're willing to deal with a broken fucking heart like I'm dealing with, Unless you be, unless you're willing to be looked at like the motherfucking problem child, like the motherfucker who's causing all this bullshit, when all you do, all you really are, is the recipient of a fucking fucked up ass situation. Unless you really deal with some shit like that, pay attention to the signs, people. Pay attention to the signs. I don't give a fuck how much you love them. I don't give a fuck how long y'all been down. Because 30 years is a long motherfucking time. 30 years, 35 years, if you want to be fucking uh, 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 specific about it, 
35 years is a long time and it leaves a huge hole in your motherfucking heart. And a lot of times, sometimes when a big hole is left in your heart, it gets filled with hatred, negativity, and anger. Because that type of shit is not just easy to blow the fuck off. It ain't easy to blow the fuck that, blow that shit the fuck off. That shit hurts. And if you're like me and you're human with real people feelings, it ain't just some shit that you can just, oh, fuck that nigga, fuck that bitch. I ain't work. No, it's not. And if you are a superhuman, maybe it is. Maybe it fucking is. And especially if you never got any closure from it. <sighs> baby, it gets deep, baby. It gets deep, nigga. <laughs> it gets deep. But I'm just on some real shit, though. This is some real, real shit. This is some real life shit I'm sharing with y'all. Because if you've been through anything like this, then you know what the fuck I'm talking about. If you've had your fucking heart broke and you were actually genuinely trying to be down and you were actually there for a motherfucking person, then you know exactly what the fuck I'm saying. You know how I feel. And you know it's not a good fucking feeling. And you also know it ain't something you could just flick off your motherfucking shoulder like a goddamn gnat. I just love how people just act like you're supposed to just, oh yeah, just flick that shit off. Don't worry about that. This was just 35 years. Just don't worry about that shit. I, I wouldn't even be thinking about that shit if I was you. You'd be want to spit in my fucking face and like, shut the fuck up. Either get real or shut the fuck up. Please, do that for me. Get the fuck out of my face with the bullshit or get real. One of the fucking two. And the more people try to make it seem like you just, oh, you just, you know, you're just dramatic. Bitch, I ain't dramatic. I didn't ask for this shit. When you got to deal with those type of fucking blankets, it eats your ass up. Aside from the fact that you just had your fucking heart shattered into motherfucking pieces. I mean, goddamn, nigga. Goddamn. After a while, you'd be like, motherfucker, can I, I can't take no more. I can't win for fucking losing. I'm an asshole because I ain't having this shit. I'm an asshole because I'm not falling for this shit. I'm an asshole for bringing this shit to the forefront. I'm just an asshole. But I'm trying to be the sweetest motherfucker I could be. I didn't ask you to fuck my heart over. And that goes for people on the other end of that shit too. If you know you don't like somebody, stop wasting your fucking time. But see, what people do is they use you. They use your ass for whatever the fuck it is they want to use you for. Whatever you're good to these people for. They use you. So they don't want to let go of that motherfucking, um, um, what do you call it? That, um, that, 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 that favor or that motherfucking, uh, uh, advantage. That's what I was looking for. I'm sorry. Had a brain freeze for, for a second. But they don't want to let go of that advantage. If you somebody that they, that, if you somebody who could be counted on, somebody that you know, that they know you'll be there if they fucking call, you'll come through if they need you. If you're that person, be careful. Be careful because motherfuckers know this. If I call, just like a baby, just like a baby, a a a, 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 a toddler, a baby, whatever. When they learn real quick, they learn very quick. When they go, eh, somebody's coming to pick them up, <laughs> and here we come. Here comes somebody. They at that much of a tender age learn that shit quick. So do people. So do people. If they learn that if I say, hey, here you come, then you are of an advantage. I can use you to my advantage. So be careful who you give your time and your fucking love to and pay attention to the signs. Even though, trust me, I am understanding. I understand how it feels to be, to see signs. And you sometimes you just don't want to believe that's what the fuck you say. I don't want to believe what the fuck I'm saying. Because my nigga wouldn't do that shit to me. They wouldn't. I know it looks that way, but it, they wouldn't do that shit because they love me. Be careful. Because in the end, it will all fall on you. And you'll be standing there by yourself with a fucking broken heart. Use the fuck up. And everybody that used your ass, it'll be fa la 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 la. Good day. What's, what's the name of that damn song? Um, Zippity Doodah. My oh my, what a wonderful day. While you standing there with shit on you, dripping, hurt, feeling used and abused and like a fucking used goddamn condom. Like, fuck. Like, I got you for whatever I needed you for. Dismissed. Like, what the f Be careful, people. This is on some real shit. Be careful. 
you know, I feel like, um, well, I'm going to say that for another one, but I'm, I, I'm, I'm sorry, <laughs> but I'm just saying, be careful, people. Be careful. I'm not saying don't love. Just be careful. Keep an eye on the fucking signs. If it don't look good, if it seems kind of iffy, go with your first thought. It used, you'll go with your gut. It rarely ever leaves your ass wrong. Because I'm going to tell you this, and I tell my kids this all the time, and I'm going to end what I'm talking about. But I tell my kids, especially now that they're getting older and they're getting in relationships, and you know they got people that they like, and their girlfriends, and their boyfriends, I always tell my kids, whenever they get into it with their spouse, or with, not spouse, with their boyfriends or their girlfriend, I tell them, follow your mind. Why? Because the heart is a very powerful fucking tool. More powerful than the brain itself, itself sometimes. Why? Because a lot of times our hearts will lead us into things that our minds will say, I told you, ass. You knew better. I should have known better. It's not a bad. I mean, it's not. We. It's not nothing to put you to death about, but it is something to make note of. Your heart will always lead you into situations that your mind may be saying, "Hey, hey, 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 pay attention." And then the heart takes over, and we go right around our better judgment into a fucked up situation. Tell me it ain't so. So I'm not saying don't listen to your heart. I'm not saying don't love. What I am saying is keep your eyes open and your brain in gear. And as sweet as an organ or a tool as the hearts that we are, or some of us, shall I say, are given are, it can also lead you down dark paths that you don't deserve to go down. And the whole time, your brain is just like, hey, hey, hello, hello. And that heart speaks much, much louder because we go off of what we have called emotions. That's why people stick in situations that they know they should have been got the fuck up out of. That's why people keep going back to places that they know motherfucking well they should not fucking be in. A lot of times, it's our hearts that lead us there. And it doesn't make the heart a bad thing. It just, you know, you got to be careful with it. Sometimes because the heart, once that gets broken, everything else goes to shit. Shut your brain down. Brain goes into fucking fuck you mode. And brain goes into I ain't fucking with this shit. It, just be gentle with your heart. But don't disregard your brain. Don't disregard your better judgment because it is always going to lead you the right place. And that don't mean you're going to like it. That doesn't mean you're going to like it at all. But... It's always going to tell you, take you to the better fucking decision. It will. The heart is sweet, tender. The heart is kind. The heart is, the heart is loving. But the heart will blind your ass. And by the time you realize where the fuck your ass is, you're in the midst of a fucked up situation, buddy. <laughs> and I don't mean to make fun of it. I'm speaking from firsthand fucking experience. That's all I'm saying, people. Thank you for listening. Thank you for taking the time out. If you made it to the end of this fucking thing, then congratulations and right on for hearing me out. And if you can understand where I'm coming from, then right on. I wish it was somewhere I could somewhere I could get comments. Like people can comment back on what the fuck they hear. I want to know what your feedback is sometimes. But right now I'm just I'm brand new at this. And I'm just trying to get my numbers up. And I'm just trying to I'm not doing this for fame. I'm just doing this because I want people to be aware. I want to, if I can save somebody from going through some of the fucked up shit I've been through, I would love to be able to do it. But I also know sometimes too, we're hard headed ass motherfuckers. Some of us, a lot of us, you know, we could people could tell us all day, watch out, watch out, watch out, watch out. But you know, we like, ah, uh-uh, I don't believe you, I don't believe you. Don't touch that; it's hot. I don't believe you. <laughs> and that's just the way that we're built as people. So if you made it to the end of this and you are listening to my voice right now, I appreciate you listening. And if you're not feeling what I'm saying. Perfectly fine too. It's not. It's not about it. It's not about. There's no right or fucking wrong. My podcast just bring a light to the darker side of life. And that when I say the darker side, I don't mean the darker like oh, it's just the dark side. It's all gloomy and good to know. It's things that we're actually dealing with and going through on our everyday life basis. That's all the dark side is. It's the shit that people go through and deal with and think about but never talk about. That's all it is. So if you're here here at the end of this fucking podcast right now, again, 
Thank you for listening. I certainly appreciate it. Tell your friends about it. Let people know about it. Maybe one day I'll do a, a, a video podcast, but right now I'm just starting out. And I appreciate the listening. And even if you have a difference of opinion, that is fine. I'm not here to make a right or wrong of your life because everybody's life is different. Again, again, I'm just here to bring light to the dark side of fucking life. Right on for listening. Have a good one. Stay woke. Stay tuned. And protect those hearts, people.